Hello, you all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Theory. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to record this episode because so much has been happening over here in the Tina Smith world. And I just wanted to share what I've been going through, what I've been learning, and all of the all of the goodies with you. So without further ado, let's jump right in. So for those of you who don't know, I'm Tina, the host of Growth Theory Podcast, and I am up until this point have just been a branding strategist, photographer, branding photographer, along those lines. That's been my role. But recently, as of like back in December of 2021, I had a vision and I really wanted to create another brand. Up until this point, I have been Tina J. Smith Photography. That's been my personal brand. That's been my photography brand. And I wanted to create another brand totally separate from what I do. And that is in the industry of clothing. And, you know, there has been so much internal work that I've had to do to even get this thing off of the ground Okay, and I wanted to share what I've learned along this journey because it may help somebody out there. I've been doing a lot of journaling. I have literally broken it down. Your girl has been getting revelations, downloads left and right, and I just, ooh, I just had to get this out to you. So here is what I have learned with starting a new brand. The first thing that I've learned that, oh my gosh, I wish I had known years ago is that all advice is good advice until it's not and what do i mean by that so when i was deciding to start this new brand i thought it would be a great idea to watch all of the youtube videos out there to you know reach out to other people who who are currently doing what i want to do And some people that I reached out to gave me such great feedback, such feedback that was just uplifting and yeah, go for it. And, you know, kind of helping me see like it's however you make it, but I wish you all the best. But I also reached out to people who maybe had a bad taste in their mouth from the brand that they created. And it was extremely jarring to go from really positive feedback to really negative feedback And I had to sit for a second in that and be like, okay, number one, um, that's their life. You know, that's, that's how they have seen what they're walking in. That's the season that they're in. So the person who's super positive and excited, they have a totally different outlook and journey from the person who is maybe extremely negative and telling you run, don't do it. Right. And so I had to take accountability and realize I opened the door for so much advice to flood my mind when in actuality, I had everything I needed to succeed. I was just looking for validation. I was just looking for someone to say, Tina, you can do it. Oh my gosh. Yes, I can see it. You're going to get all the support when in reality, why did I even need that? You know, I have built a brand that is great. I've built a business that is profitable up until this point with the education that I've learned, with trial and error. All of that stuff has come from my journey and kind of figuring it out along the way. So 
I realized why was I doing this to myself? (laughs) Why was I opening this door to get feedback that maybe made me feel bad about the journey that I was on? And I had to really step back and see like, that's cool if the advice is positive and it's also cool if the advice is negative, but is that the advice that I need in this current season? So if you've ever heard the term, just be yourself, just be yourself, just be yourself. That sounds like great advice, right? Until it's not. (laughs) And what I mean by that is if you're somebody who is extremely shy and maybe you don't have confidence in certain areas or you know, you want to be a great public speaker. Let's say that you want to, you want to speak on stages and talk to thousands of people, but you're super shy. If somebody told you just be yourself, that is the worst advice ever because you are not that you're a shy person. So being yourself is not gonna allow you to show up and be the person that you actually need to be to speak to thousands of people. And so that's what I mean by all advice is good until it's not it's really important for all of us when we open that door to allow feedback into our lives that we are opening it with a grain of salt you know and understanding that what do i need in this season for my life to apply to what i'm trying to do and spit out the bones and leave the rest on the table and realize that all advice is coming from their perspective, their standpoint. Nobody knows what's going on in your mind. No one knows what your vision is, right? Because that's what God gave to you, obviously. So you can only take it with a grain of salt. So first lesson I learned, all advice is good until it's not. The second advice that I want to give, and this is something I learned, and it tags into the first one, but it's be mindful of what you're washing your brain with. And I've always found it so fascinating, the concept of being brainwashed. I'm the kind of girl who's obsessed with like crime shows and, you know, any kind of movie or shows that talk about like cults. And I love that stuff. I eat it up. But when it comes to the idea of being brainwashed, I am somebody who truly believes that we all are brainwashed at some capacity. It sounds negative, but it is what it is. If you're a gym rat, if you love being in the gym, you're brainwashed into being that type of person. Daily, you wash yourself with that ideology, and that's why you stay up in the gym, okay? If you're somebody who is about a certain lifestyle, maybe a yogi or a cook or someone who claims to be a gardener, whatever that is, In order to stay in that consistency and in that frequency, you have to wash your brain, right? To keep it renewed and fresh. And so I learned quickly that you have to be mindful. You have to be mindful and take inventory of your thoughts every single day and realize what am I washing my brain with? Is it positive or is it negative? Is it possibilities or is it suffering? Because the world is going to keep happening around us. You know, it's never going to stop. And in the world that we live in, in the age that we live in, where it's just so easy to have access to news, media, social media, you know, constantly blaring in our face. On top of that, you're watching what other people are doing and seeing if it's working for them. Is that going to be the positive side of washing your brain? Is that going to help you get to where you want to be? Or is it going to have you staying in the frequency of negative and suffering? 
you have to decide. And that's something I had to learn was I had to decide what am I going to consume? Is this going to wash my brain for the better or for the negative? When I tell you I had to go through a season where I literally went through my YouTube page and I would hit not interested in certain videos that maybe I would entertain before. And it wasn't even like it was anything bad, right? I wasn't watching anything horrible, but maybe it was gossip. Maybe it was about the news. Maybe it was certain things and I had to truly like mindfully say no thanks not interested in this season I'm only interested in positivity I'm only interested in you know motivational talks I'm only interested in hearing about the people who defy the odds and honestly this is some inner work that a lot of us want to bypass you know a lot of us we're not given tools on how to deal with our emotions, how to deal with thoughts that come into our minds, let them be and let them go. And I think sometimes we try to bypass a lot of the pain. We try to bypass a lot of the uncomfortable feelings, right? We want to numb, but that is not going to get you to where you want to go. And I had to learn that really quick. And I have known that before, like I knew that before with the first brand that I created, but with this one, because it was so different from what I've been doing, I mean, I've been selling services, you know what I'm saying? The most product I've sold are my presets and, you know, my PDFs, but I've never done this before. So it was almost like I had to rediscover these things about myself and rediscover everything, everything I had to rediscover because it was like learning how to walk again another lesson I wanted to share is something that I heard the other day that was so incredibly powerful so when it comes to the word objection right I took a sales course last year changed my life and one of the most important parts of that course was how to deal with objections and something that I realized recently is that The biggest objection that you have to overcome are the objections that are in your own mind. You can learn how to deal with the objections of people out in the world. There are skills for that, sales skills for that. There are people wrote books about it. But can you overcome the objections in your own mind, the ones that are coming from inside? That's the key. Some of the objections that got in my way when I really took inventory of like what objections do I need to overcome that I deal with was something like I don't have enough money to start this new brand oh my gosh everyone's saying it so much it's such an investment I don't want to do drop shipping I want to make this high quality oh my gosh I don't have money do I have the time I have photography like it felt like a like a second baby like do I have time to to mother these two things Do I have enough education? Do I know what I'm doing? Is there enough information that I've taken in to even launch this thing? You know, am I even good enough? Oh my gosh. Like I started doubting myself. Am I too old to be doing this? Because I have a nephew. He has his own brand. 19 years old. Killing the game. So proud of him. So it's like, am I too old for this? You know? Or am I too young for this? Should I wait until I'm older and more seasoned? These were some of the internal objections that I had to literally write out, journal out, get it out of me. So I knew how I could handle those objections. You know what I'm saying? Because you really can't handle 
If you can't handle the objections from within, how are you gonna handle the objections from without? Because everything that's inside of us will show up in the physical world. So if you're shaky, if you're wobbly, if like for me, full of fear, doubt, full of like, oh, I don't know, do I have time? Do I have money? Do I have education? Uh, 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 like all these things, it's going to come out in how people see me. It's going to come out into my product. It's going to come out into how I even promote this new thing. How it's going to get off the ground if people are like, dang, she's looking a little wobbly over there. <laughs> I'm feeling it's, it's giving, it's giving doubt. It's giving fear. Okay. It's not giving what it needs to give. And so it's important to do this inner work, you know, I talked about bypassing. It's important to not bypass the objections in your own mind because if we can overcome that first, it will be a no-brainer to overcome the objections from without the objections of other people out into the world. Because at that point, oh my gosh, like it's you versus you, baby. So if you can handle that, oh my gosh. It will ooze out of you the passion, the excitement, why this product is necessary, why this new thing is important. And you will actually become contagious for that other person that you're trying to reach. You will actually become like, like such, what is it? The, the moth to a flame, you know, you'll become that light that people are drawn to because you have done the work of dealing with your own objections. You know, I actually looked up the definition of objection, and this is what it says. An expression or feeling of disapproval or opposition, a reason for disagreeing. And the second definition is the action of challenging or disagreeing with something. So if you're somebody listening to this, I encourage you to take time out to do a journal prompt or just think for a minute, you know, in quiet silence, go for a walk. If you're driving, turn off this, you know, do your thing. But think about what are you disagreeing with the vision that's on your life? What are you challenging? You know, what are the things inside of you that you're disapproving of or you're in opposition with? Because if this is something that you want to do, if this has been put in your heart by God and it, it just won't go away and you're, you're like, dang, I really want to do this. Take inventory. What are the objections that are getting in your way that are coming from inside? Because once that's handled, honey, ooh, it's going to be good. Another lesson that I totally learned during this time of building this second brand is that it's really important to create from a place of love and passion and not from bitterness and hate. And what do I mean by this? So, You know, sometimes when you, let's say you're working a nine to five and you're like, I hate this place. I hate this job. I'm out of here. I'm going to start this other thing because these people suck and this career sucks and everything sucks. You're starting the foundation of your new thing from a place of bitterness, from a place of not good, right? And that doesn't mean that those feelings are not valid, but it definitely is not a good foundation to begin a new thing on. If you start a new thing from a place of, you know, this has been in my heart for a minute now. It's what I want to do. I feel like now is the time. You know, you're coming from a place of love because you're excited for it. You're not starting it because you're just annoyed. And I always think about someone in a relationship. Let's say you're somebody who's dating someone. You've been with them for a while and you're like trash, can't stand them. They're the worst. 
but the first guy you meet or the next partner that you get, you're like, well, I'll take them because they're not that, that guy over there. You know, that is not going to yield much fruit. Okay. That new partner is going to number one, feel like, dang, um, okay. Like this doesn't feel nice. (laughs) Like, do you love me or what, you know, or are you just here because I seem a little nicer than what you're trying to run away from? So I learned that it's so important to create from a place of love and passion because that will sustain you so much more than if you start a foundation from a place of bitterness or from trying to run away from something. So if you are going to start something new or you're going to launch that thing or you're going to release that thing or whatever it is, just know wherever you go, there you are. So let your heart be full of love and not full of hate and bitterness. Another lesson that I learned heavily during this time of building out this new brand is that confidence comes with practice. And we all know this to be true, especially if you see children, you know, think about a kid learning to ride a bike for the first time, okay? They have to practice before they're whipping it through the the sidewalk streets, okay? Or a swimmer, you know, a child has to practice to learn how to swim. And even if you're someone who's like, Tina, I don't ride a bike. I don't swim. These don't apply to me. Let's think about driving. A lot of us were scared of getting our permit, of taking the driver's test, of even, you know, being on the interstate. Oh my goodness, y'all. I remember when I first got my permit and I hit the interstate with my sister and I was terrified. Like the lines, I, I didn't know where to look. It was a mess. It was a mess. I was terrified. But you know what? I had to practice to become confident. And now I feel like I drive on autopilot. Like, I don't know if you feel this, but sometimes you ever catch yourself just driving and you're like, oh my God, I blacked out for a second. Oh my goodness. No, just me. Let me know. <laughs> but you know, sometimes when you when you drive after you've done it for so long, you take the same roads, you take the same back roads, you take the same, everything's the same. It's kind of like on autopilot. That is confidence, but that comes with practicing. So if you're somebody who is trying to do anything new, one thing that I learned is you cannot stay in your head. You cannot just hear about how to become a swimmer. You can't just watch someone else ride their bike. You can't just be a passenger in the car and learn how to maneuver all of the things in that machine. You must do the thing. You must because confidence comes from practicing, which leads me into my last lesson that I wanted to talk about. And that is make those mistakes. Like, I don't know why we are so afraid of making mistakes. And I'm preaching to the choir because I was like terrified terrified of launching this new brand I was so afraid it wouldn't be perfect I was so afraid of how would people perceive me um would people be like Tina's doing too much like she does photography but now she has this thing like what what's going on and I genuinely was worried I was worried about making mistakes and it shattering everything but I had to learn that I needed to free myself. All of that junk was in my mind. Okay, most people are busy. They don't care. People literally will listen to what you have to say by watching what you do. 
Okay, so if you can make those mistakes, if you can get scrappy, if you can get your hands dirty behind the scenes and, you know, fumble around during practice season, oh my God, when it's time to step out, honey, you're already ahead of people who are not stepping in and getting off of the sidelines. You know, we have to stop sitting on the sidelines because we're afraid of not doing it perfectly or we're afraid of making mistakes. Nobody knows if it's a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're building a new brand, how many people in your life are doing the same thing? Probably not that many. So how would they know if it's a mistake? You know what I mean? Or if you're, let's say a woman about to have a baby, like how many people actually you know, raise a child the same way. Not very many. So whatever quote unquote mistakes you feel like you're making, it's not. It's just you building confidence. It's just you practicing. I actually researched why humans are so afraid of making mistakes. And what I discovered is that the fear of making mistakes is because it it comes from setting unrealistic standards for ourselves. And I thought this was so profound because I feel like the vision that I got for my new brand, Tulip and Temple, it just clicked. I had been thinking about it for a while and it just it just clicked. The name came, the vision for it came, all the things came all at once. And I saw the picture. I saw the I saw like a gorgeous painting on a wall, right? I, I saw the building, whatever analogy I can throw out there, but I saw it. But after seeing it, oh my God. The unrealistic standards flew in out of nowhere from I was at a high high to a low low like in an instant because I was like, oh my God, how am I supposed to build this big building? How am I supposed to build a massive building that I just envisioned in my mind? How am I supposed to build this big old brand that I just envisioned in my mind? How am I supposed to paint that big old painting that I envisioned in my mind? I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what bricks to use. I don't even know what this to do. I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? But I learned that the trick is sometimes God shows us the big picture so that we can deconstruct that big picture to build it in the physical realm. Okay. It's in our imagination, not to scare us, but to motivate us, to get us excited to do the work, you know? We shouldn't run away from the work. We shouldn't run away from the getting scrappy, from the getting our hands dirty, from the learning. I think that was big too for me. Like when you've already built something that is sustainable, profitable, and you're like, okay, I'm about to start from scratch again. That's really unnerving because when you are an adult and you've perfected something, or even when you're younger, when you're like, I'm the cool kid in school, and then you go to middle school, then you go to high school, honey, that stuff starts over you know, or when you go to college, it's a new cycle. And I think sometimes we get scared of the new cycle because what if we miss like mess up? What if it's not done perfectly? How are we going to be perceived? But I truly believe that the vision is given to us to write it down, make it plain, make it comprehensible. And then from there, deconstruct that bad boy and build it in the physical reality. Focus on the brick by bricks. Where's the location at? What are the steps? What are the little things that you need to know to get one step after another step after another step? It's the little wins. It really is. It's the small things that make 
all of the difference. And I think sometimes we forget that. Well, guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope that today's episode inspired you in some way. If you tuned in, please share on social media and tag me at Tina Smith on Instagram. I would love to hear your feedback. If you learned anything new from this episode, the newest brand that I created is Tulip and Temple. It is a women's apparel line. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. And the feedback I've gotten, oh my gosh, I I should probably share that before we go. But the feedback I've received has been so affirming and so wonderful. Like I did the softest possible launch ever. I just, I put out my Shopify store and I didn't actually tell anybody on social media for a good two months because I was a little, I was scared, right? I was nervous of how I'd be perceived. And I made a sale the first day I launched because one of my dear friends wanted to purchase from me. And then it kind of snowballed into people sharing and telling other people. And I started making orders that way, which is insane. So You know, if you're anything like me and you're worried about everything being perfect or worried about how people are going to perceive you or fighting all of the objections in your own mind, I I'm telling you, like it was given to you for a reason. And if it's truly a love that's been placed in your heart, a passion, a vision, it's it's calling on your heart Oh my goodness, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to pursue this thing. You owe it to yourself to put it out there to see how people can support you and and make you feel good about what already what you already know to be true. The validation should be internal first, right? But let me tell you, when you get that external validation, Lord Jesus, it feels good. But I will say every single day is a journey. You're never going to get, you know, one day where you're like, wow, everything's amazing. I feel great. No more objections from my mind. I'm out here making mistakes. Bada bing. It feels good. No, every day is going to be a lesson. Every day is going to be a new step for you. And I encourage you to welcome it. Welcome the lessons. Take inventory of your mind. Take the advice with a grain of salt. (laughs) Do the inner work, do the inner work, work from a place of love and passion, get that vision clear, crystal clear. So you know where you're being guided because what you were given is what's needed. You know, it doesn't matter if it's already been done. It ain't been done by you. So let the people in in your corner of the world get to experience something new right? We love new things out here. (laughs) Anyhow, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I'll catch you in the next one.